Welcome, everybody, back to episode 003 of Lunch Academy. I am Sam, your co-host, and as always, we have the star of the show, Shade. Oh, okay, the star of the show. <laughs> Perfect. How are you doing? Doing great. Happy to have a guest because I was awesome. getting sort of bored of just talking just to talking you. Talking to me? Yeah, it's pretty boring. Yeah, How's the weather there. today? It's sunny, guys, but it is going to rain in the afternoon, but there's sun all weekend long, and then all of next week, there might actually be hope of spring being here. Isn't spring sun? I mean, rain? No, no, no. It's sun. Anyway, oh, actually, summer. Yeah, summer's here. Let's just cut we are chase. putting our guests to sleep talking about the weather. We no, I was, like, was going to say, you're in Vancouver, right? There's only two seasons. It's like it's literally fall and winter pretty much up until like May. And then there's three months of sun. And then we go back to, uh, to rain and clouds and the possibility of really cold temperatures. That's that's a perfect description of the weather. We love talking about the weather. We love talking about. We'll come back. We'll come back to the weather. But before we do that, we're very excited to have our very first guest ever on this episode, um, and on the show, I guess. Yeah. This is uh, James Graham, Community Manager of Victory Square Technologies. Welcome. Well, good afternoon, folks. Thanks for having me. Yay! <laughs> Yay! As we added sound effects. We added this sound is, effects. This is becoming a legit podcast. We're gonna get put off for the episode will be episode four i am really <laughs> excited to be your first final guest <laughs> so like yeah tell us what we we hinted at this last week because we've been talking about victory square and all the cool stuff they've been doing for a while um but now you're here in the flesh so why don't you tell us a little bit about about what victory square is up to and what you guys do well victory square is a venture build studio we invest in and help work with uh, early stage companies and startups that are doing uh, game-changing paradigm shifting stuff in areas like uh, the blockchain ar and uh, vr uh, health tech fintech uh, gaming um you know, pretty much we, we have fingers in a lot all of the different, cool stuff. all the cool stuff. All yeah. The cool like stuff. it's really, uh, it used to irritate some people when I come in and do the launch Academy standups and I'd be like, okay, if you guys are doing cool ish, please come talk to us. We want to hear what you're doing, but it's legit. Like we uh, are very lucky to be working with a bunch of really amazing companies uh, across the board uh, that are really going to be changing the game in the next uh, 18 to 24 months. It's awesome, awesome. How many how many companies are under the Victory Square umbrella? Do you know? Do you remember? Uh, there's the ones. Uh, I, I think I think we're officially at the double figures Ooh. mark at this stage, and then there are a few things that we're waiting on the, the dotting of eyes and the crossing of T's for uh, before we can formally announce it. It's been a heavy month for you guys. I keep seeing you pop up. I have a Google alert for for Victory Square because. They do the coolest stuff. So I get like an email every two weeks being like, Victory Square just acquired this company. Yeah. Well, I mean, we have this opportunity to work with all these interesting companies. And we're not a lot of these, like, we're not just a VC thing. Mm -hmm. uh, it's very easy for VC people to just come in, cut a check and go and and not have any uh, involvement. But that's not how we do things. We are very much about getting in there, rolling up our sleeves and going to war because you find that the more early stage companies actually have people getting involved with them in the process of trying to grow, uh, the better off they become. Just cutting a check is not 
Yeah. Like, it's just not good enough anymore. Yeah, exactly. And this is kind of what we do a little bit at Launch Academy where we try to be more than just an incubator in terms of, well, we actually don't cut anybody any checks. All we do is try to give you that environment and that support along the way. And basically, like you said uh, previously, like going to war with the company. Um, that's what we try to do here too. So it's, it's nice to hear that VCs are trying to combine two of those things together. Well, it's like we have this network of, of mentors and distribution partners, operational support, like all this, like we have all the wisdom that we have collectively put together. Uh, like I've been in, I've been in tech for almost 20 years now. Uh, our fearless leader and CEO, Shuvin Diamond Tijani has been in doing it for longer than that. It, just doesn't make sense to not take all this wisdom and knowledge that we have and yeah. not actually help people grow with it. Also, I think it'd give me anxiety to invest in a company and then just watch. <laughs> I could never be a silent investor. I'd just be like, what are you doing? You should be a loud <laughs> investor. <laughs> I'll, be the, I'll be the loudest. You're there. What are you doing? It's 8.30. What are you doing? Why are you not at work? <laughs> I need my 50 cents back. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> so about Shifin, there's a question I've been dying to ask. Yes. Is Diamond actually his name? Uh, I believe so. I believe it's actually, it's... Uh, legally his name. It's, it's legally. That's, I think his parents, cool. uh, when his parents, um, um, you know, had him, I think it, it, yeah. it landed up on the uh, Canadian uh, ID. Mr. Diamond. Mr. Diamond Tijani. Tijani. Because yeah, people, people get confused sometimes. Like, is it Mr. Diamond? Is it Mr. Tijani? No, it's Mr. Diamond Tijani. That's Gotta pretty, use both. That's or Shaft. Cool. Or, or, or I always Shaf, thought it like was like a nickname or something like, you know, when you get called like Cougar or something. <laughs> I guess Cougar is like the worst example. Do you think it was a stripper name? <laughs> this is stripper just, name is Diamond. We just had this talk about keeping it PG. <laughs> Sam, are we at the Roxy? The no, we're not at the Roxy. <laughs> there, are no, there are no Cougars here. <laughs> so, I mean, for everybody watching who doesn't know who Shaft is, maybe you can introduce him. Uh, Shafin Diamond Tijani is a long-standing uh, member of the Vancouver uh, venture scene, uh, a philanthropist. Um, he is intent on donating, I believe it's $10 million uh, to various charities around Vancouver and the, and the Lower Mainland uh, this year. Um, wonderful, uh, wonderful gentleman, uh, very cool guy to work with on a daily basis, um, has his fingers in a lot of different pies. He's involved, uh, with launch, uh, as well. So, um, you know, look him up. There's a really good Forbes article out there. It's too cool. bad. He likes the Raptors. <laughs> yeah. Well, I guess I'm in no position to shut, to talk trash, but anyway, moving along. <laughs> So, oh, so we, could, we could talk basketball for days, son. <laughs> but. We could, we could, but that's not the point. of That's where we plug in your podcast, uh, Fans Unite podcast. See, see what we did there? We transitioned. Nice. <laughs> now we have to actually start doing it again. Any, any, Isn't that right, Fans Unite boys? <laughs> for sure. So, I mean, like, your role at, your role at Victor Square, it's, we've chatted at length about this in the past. You wear, you know, multitude of hats. Um, well, you have to in this industry, right? Yeah. You, yeah. you throw the name community manager in there. Mm -hmm. um, but I'd say Victory Score is one of a couple of companies that you do some work for. Like, could you expand a little bit of what like your day-to-day -day looks like? Uh, it's radically different on a daily basis just because <laughs> it depends. Here I tell, I'm, here, I'm here today representing VST. Uh, I was... Uh, attending a workshop as part of uh, the We Vancouver uh, initiative 
um, that VST is co-sponsoring at the uh, Park Hotel last weekend. Uh, I came in and scheduled our social for today, um, this morning. Um, everything, every day is different. Uh, I have the opportunity, like community manager is like a really amorphous term. Like every company that has one has them doing something different. So I like to think of myself as kind of an evangelist and a, uh, a man of action. That actually used to be the SIG file on my email. Um, okay. for a different company at one point. Um, but it's my job to not only get out there and stand on top of the mountain and be like, hey, look at us. This is what we're doing. Um, but to also be able to tell the story of not only VST and what VST is doing, uh, but the wide array of companies, uh, be it Fans Unite, be it Blockchain Assembly, um, that we're working with. Cool. And this is where James and I have a lot in common because I'm your community manager here at Launch Academy. And it works a little bit the same way where we're trying to, uh, I'm trying to be the spokesperson for every company in our space and make sure that we're giving them shout outs and, and putting them on all of our channels as much as possible and highlighting their successes because their successes are successes. As no, cheesy as that and I'm sounds. stuck in rooms with community managers. That's my role. <laughs> Um, but a question for you from community manager to community manager, okay. how is it, uh, how do you deal with taking on kind of different voices for each of the companies that you represent? Cause you have to make sure that you're kind of, that's my biggest fear as a community manager is representing a company in the wrong way. Say like I put something and I write something about them. And then my biggest fear is the CEO messaging me like, it's the right tone and it accurately well, represents them. You have to be very cognizant of the fact that you're not doing this for you. You are doing the, you are doing this for the company. So you actually want to know like what are the what are the platforms that the company stands on? What are they about? Uh, what is their community and their culture about? You know, you actually want to be able to talk. You want to talk to uh, the companies. Uh, you know, just talk to the CEO, talk to the employees, know who they are, what yeah. they are, and what they're about. Because um, I don't just do uh, social and community for VST. I also uh, am doing it for uh, one of our subsidiaries, Fans Unite, yeah. right now. And the way I approach um, VST is far different to how I approach Fans Unite because Fans Unite is, uh, it, it's very sports driven. Uh, it's about sports picks and sports data. And so I get to, I, I'm trying to appeal to a sports audience, to a gambling audience. Uh, and I'm not going to, uh, I'm not going to talk smack about uh, sports teams yeah. uh, and try and drive people to win uh, and to do stuff like that on the VST channel. It's just, it's. Yeah. So you it's, put on different personalities. Yeah. To fit the persona yeah, of the brand. Become, yeah. Community managers usually become a little bit schizo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That, that, that's not to have. I feel like as a community manager, it takes a lot of that takes a lot of work that doesn't feel like you're getting anything done, but it's crucial to your job because you have to get to know all the companies and you have to socialize yourself into them. And you have to do all these things where I'm like, I'm talking to members, I think, 30% of my day and I'm like, am I getting anything done? Am well, I there, there's, being... <laughs> a there's a preconceived notion that community man, all community managers do is just sit there in front of their computer and uh, crack out, uh, you know, really bitching tweets all day. <laughs> and memes. And memes. And memes. Yeah. And that's only just a, that's only just a portion of what the community manager does. Uh, it's about being able to represent uh, for literally your community. Mm -hmm. That's a big role to play. 
I was so anxious when I first started at LaunchCaddy. I'm like, I have to represent all of these companies? What? <laughs> well, I'm, I'm, I'm very lucky that I've been able to, over my, over my career in the tech scene, I've been able to do a lot of, I've been essentially repping community in one form or another, whether it's the companies that I'm working with at BST or working uh, with the companies of, say, uh, you know, an MMO space or science fiction fans. Uh, I was essentially community manager for a CBC project uh, oh, cool. over a decade ago, working with music, you know, working with musicians. So it's all, it's all scrambling. It's all the same. It's all, it's, it's all learning about what people want and how they want to be presented. Uh, and uh, occasionally having to learn to think on your feet really fast. Yeah. And on that note, I mean, one of the questions we had when we were prepping the show um, is, is this idea like what, what are community managers doing wrong? Or, or maybe you want to throw that in their communications managers or other fancy titles these guys mm -hmm. have now. It's not about you. It's not. And, and you see that with some people that there's an upset, there's a, it, you can read that it's, they're trying to, they're trying to show off themselves, but it's mm -hmm. not about you. It's about, it's about the company, it's about the customers, it's about representing that, as opposed to just trying to show off with like, again, who's got the gnarliest uh, meme. <laughs> that's well that's put. a fair point. That's well a fair put. point. Yeah. And I mean, I mean, like knowing, knowing what you've done, I mean, you came over from very strictly the media industry. How did that cross over? Like, what was, what was your first like tech or a startup job? outside of, I guess you were working with CBC and so on and so forth. Well, I've been very lucky that I've been able to sort of ride the crossover between uh, media and tech for pretty much my entire career. I mean, first, first tech gig that I ever had was with a company in 1999, 2000 or thereabouts that was essentially doing what Spotify is doing now. Uh, in terms of curated channels of music yep. and being able to provide you with a, a user interface. Like, does anyone remember, like, did you guys ever use like real audio? Yeah. Yeah. Like we, we literally had a, this company, <laughs> yeah, she's like, what the hell is that? Winamp. Winamp. <laughs> Winamp. Uh, we had like a deal with real audio where they provided us with like a custom UI for our player. So yep. we could, you could have like, uh, we had links to our store, uh, the store so we could sell, uh, sell CDs, yep. you know, we'd have updated news on what's going on with people, links to interviews, stuff like that. So providing you with more than just the, uh, you know, just the music. Yeah. Uh, and then I went from there to working uh, with CBC Radio 3, which was the youth culture, I guess, uh, Trojan horse in, uh, with the CBC. Well, CBC is very, uh, they had this image of being very uh, stodgy for a lot of years and we went out uh, with CBC Radio 3 we did a I hosted a broadcast uh, show on CBC Radio 2 I did work with a Webby Award uh, winning web magazine so is that where we highlight the young up and coming Nickelback good Canadian <laughs> artists no we uh, <laughs> w I guess what we did was uh, like we, we were actually one of the first people to break like say the arcade fire okay at the time what so that's not bad that's amazing I love Arcade Fire. <laughs> there, there you go. Yeah. It's like, finally, something Shadi relates to. Yeah. Well, you don't like Nickelback? I like zoned out through all of that. And then I heard Arcade Fire. Actually, like, yes, a, former a, Fire. Form, a former colleague of mine actually went to high school uh, in Hannah, Alberta. 
with, oh, really? with Nickelback. <laughs> I feel like every time I say the word Nickelback, like somebody else logs Just off. Just don't say it. <laughs> no, no. If, if, if you say it one more time, uh, Chad Kroger will bust in the door. It's, yeah. like, you know, it's, yeah. like, it's like Beetlejuice, right? You say it three times? Yeah. No, we're, we're, we're stopping that talk. Uh, <laughs> moving along. <laughs> but okay, okay. If, like where, where I'm kind of curious and where, where I want to leave this discussion is I, I, I went to School of Communication, SFU. Shout out to SFU. Not really. <laughs> I got a degree from there. The uh, but, but I know when I first started going to school, every communication student, really anybody that's working in this kind of communication media realm, they want to be on the radio. They want to be on TV. They want to be a reporter. Like those were like, they wanted to be a journalist of some sort. And, you know, you probably keep half an eye on, on what's going on in the media industry these days. I won't go too deep into it, but I mean like jobs are dropping left, right, and center. Um, like, and it's, and it's not just audio. It's not just writing. It's, it's everything. Right. Um, but nowadays I find, you know, if I'm talking to like the first and second year version of Sade, they all want to be community managers, but it's, it's, it's weird. It's weird how that's turned out. Well, you got it locked in then, don't you? I I guess you'll just go and be a journalist five years from now. (laughs) Go back. Me as a journalist. Yeah. See myself. But anyway, the, the point is, like, I, have you noticed that shift in, in different people you've worked with? And, and what are, are kind of like your general thoughts on the media industry in general and how it's kind of changed? Oh, God. Do we have several hours? Uh, yeah. No, we don't. Yeah. Um, we got 40 minutes. Uh, Go. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> we, are, we are at a stage now where the, I mean, the Internet was a huge paradigm shift for, for all forms of media. Yeah. Like, first, uh, first thing that it, interview that I ever did uh, was actually was in print and I have done a lot of print stuff over the years because when I was younger I would hustle and I would write for literally anyone that would that would take a pitch yeah and I noted over the years that there was a transition in terms I was pitching less to print and pitching more to web uh, over the years and that's just that's the nature of where eyes are going yeah and where are eyes going to go from here on in i you know who knows i mean we may see a greater growth in vr and ar media um you know getting big um do i see people wanting to i mean it's a weird one because in terms of broadcast media vancouver has you know some very interesting uh web stations uh, going on right now, yep. um, people like No Fun Radio, Antennas, uh, as well as your traditional uh, terrestrial radio that's happening as well. Uh, so, people are people who want to aspire to. I want to be on CBC or I want yep. to be on CKNW. They can still do that, but there are a lot of people that realize that that may not be the thing for them. But the technology and the possibility is out there, so that they can. Uh, get involved with uh, something that's maybe not as respectful to their moms, <laughs> but is still an opportunity for them to be out there uh, broadcasting yeah. and uh, and and preaching their gospel. Yeah, that's fair. Right, is uh, our podcast going to kick out radio? It's a loaded question. Oh, we are on a podcast, so you know there might be a little bit of bias, but. <laughs> Uh, I think there's room for everything. That's fair. Expand. Speaking as someone who does, <laughs> now I do a podcast. I also do a terrestrial radio show. I mean, yeah. I literally got home from doing my radio show. Whoa! Yeah, I go to sleep. 
Uh, I very rarely sleep on for, uh, any anymore. Or at least on uh, I, no, but I've been doing uh, I've been doing a show on Vancouver's cooperative radio uh, CFRO, uh, one hundred point five now for the last uh, fourteen years. Yeah. Uh, so it's fourteen years of very sleep deprived Fridays. Wow. Yeah. It's crazy. So let's uh let's book that down. We're gonna start filming at two a.m. in the morning instead. Yeah. That's my prime time anyway. Yeah. So that's why I have a hard time getting here in the morning. It's like it's really hard for me to make it here for the twelve o'clock show. <laughs> Hashtag peak Sam. <laughs> yeah, that is peak Sam. Um, but but I mean on that note and to draw it back to, to kind of the companies you work with, I mean, there's so many different ways that media can be created now. Like you can have a medium account, obviously you have the Twitters and the Facebooks and, and so on and so forth. You can also make podcasts. I mean, there's relatively no frills now. I mean, compared to, you know, when you started yeah. in the industry and the kind of massive equipment that we had back then like just everything is just a lot smaller in fact back in my day i had yeah. to go 12 miles in the snow just to do a radio broadcast <laughs> exactly Sam. exactly now you can do it on anchor on the phone like just just through yeah. skype calls all that kind of yeah. stuff i mean like what what advice would you have for for you know startups maybe earlier stage and at what point do they dive deep into, you know, one realm? Is there one preferred, you know, medium, no pun intended? Mm-hmm. Um, into, like, well, it, like in terms of media startups? Yeah, or? in terms of content and content marketing and brand building, I guess. Oh, Those are usually the man. Goals, I right? mean, I'm very much, I mean, it, it's going to be case specific as yeah. to like what you're doing. I mean, I believe very much in the... Uh, uh, the Jackson Pollock idea of throwing something, you know, to keep throwing stuff yep. against the wall and seeing uh, what, and seeing what, and, and seeing what fits because we are in a day and age where your ability to seize the means of production and to yep. get your voice out there is it's so easy as because as you're saying, yep. it's like, Get a get an anchor account. Uh, get a medium account. Uh, get a you know get a register with Blogspot or WordPress yeah. or something, and just get out there and and just and and do it. So if you have the opportunity in which to create all kinds of content, get it out there, because for as much content as out there, there are as many content funnels. Yeah. So people are going to be listening and looking at and watching all different things. Yeah. So do you have a YouTube account? Cool. Get a Vimeo account. Yeah. You know, get a daily motion account. Oh, the food just came in, so. yeah. <laughs> Are we ready for food? Well, I mean, Not we're all, we're always ready for, ready for food, but oh no, it's it's gonna hide. It's gonna hide. Let's not get too excited. We'll wait a little mm. bit. For food. Wait a little bit. But but yeah, for sure. Like one of the, one of the things one one of the startup mentors told me is that every company should be a media company, mm. and I, obviously, I don't. I, I don't think they're meaning like every company should be fox news or something like that but just having this concept having having some sort of content strategy from day one uh in this day and age it's very much what have you done for me lately yeah so you should if the opportunity is there uh generate content in one form or another uh and get it out there and yeah. continue to generate that content and people if it's you know, we'll pick up on it. If it's your their niche, if yeah. they're into it, uh, if you're good, mm-hmm. yeah. Fair enough. I also want to tie in the fact that video content is really taking over, and the fa- the reason I was so rudely on my phone, sorry guys, um, is I wanted. No, to, I got I, notes on my phone too. I, now. <laughs> I brought back the schedule from this uh, conference I went to this week called Vid Talks. Oh yeah. Um, and it's all about how to use video for 
marketing as well as many other areas in your in your company and how to do it at any level of your so we should uh, just film everything and be like the truman show right (laughs) reality tv for companies no well we're not doing that but i wanted to bring up this cool company it was the first speaker it's a company called uh wistia if i'm pronouncing it wrong sorry wistia um but the the girl talking up there she brought us some really good points and what they have is they have a really awesome product that makes it really easy for you to record yourself on any device yeah. and create some cool videos that you can then use either for marketing or um, a cool thing that she brought up is customer service. Yeah. So a lot of companies are using their program to do their customer service um, responses through videos. So yeah. if they get kind of an inquiry, they send back a video of them talking and then um, next to them, they can like split the screen into them, their face and then their, their computer screen and then kind of do a demo on the long side. And I think that's where the growth is going to come with the application of media to uh, various tech companies is that you can do things with audio, you can do things with video that can be applied to, as you say, the customer service mm-hmm. experience and nobody, and if no one else is doing that, then you know that's a game changer. Yeah, that's, that's going to switch things up. It's more personable and... It just makes it, the experience, I think, a little bit better for the person on the other side. So I don't have to read a freaking novel of how to fix whatever is going wrong with the software or the platform that I'm using. Here's a PDF. Yeah. It's like, Give her. And it's like, here's a fun <laughs> video of me showing you exactly what you need to do on your screen. And then they were also using it for, um, and this kind of threw me off, but they were using it for biz dev as well. So people yeah. that um, go out to conferences, they actually would do follow-up emails with the video instead of... Um, text and nice. some people are even using videos in their email signatures which i think is also really cool please um, don't email us with videos <laughs> yes yeah, so only, video really only if they're over. cat videos <laughs> you can use like get creative on how to use video and you don't need they were really highlighting on how to make quality videos with the least amount of equipment mm-hmm. possible and it was amazing you can do a lot with very little stuff it's true it's true actually on that note um last week at um, we sent an email here at Launch Academy sending out to anybody interested in sort of visa. We didn't ask me anything serious. So we got a ton of responses. So for anybody that's listening, that's going, Sam said he'd answer my question. We are working on the video responses for you. So just hang out, wait a little bit, and we'll come out with them probably sometime next week. It's really hot under these lights. He can only <laughs> spend so much time in front of yeah, the camera before true. he starts like that's why we're all losing at our weight. We're like, that's not true. These lights are supposed to produce zero heat. It's just you guys. What are you talking about, guys? There's no lights here. This is natural. <laughs> I look this good all the time. Thanks. <laughs> Ruin the shtick shot, eh? Jeez. Anyway, anyway. So, I mean, we could sit here all day and, and just pester you with questions. Um, but Shade and I came up with a game that we want to play because yes. you're one of the most diverse people I know. So, so I, I have a theory about people. Like, they're usually interested in one of few things. It's either... You know, music or sports, mm-hmm. or some of them are really like tech geeky, or um, I can't cars. Mm-hmm. Is usually, another one. Those are kind of like the common topics that that you know, for anybody that wants to create small talk, those are kind of your big four. Um, but talking to you, I know you have such a massive, diverse amount of interest that you could go on about any one of those topics. So what we're going to play is a game we call Rapid Fire. Oh, yeah. Let's go, baby. All right. Let's go. So, so Shadi and I have prepared a whole bunch of questions for you. Okay. And we're going to have it under the pressure of annoyingly – well, it's annoyingly annoying. Is that a recurring? Or annoyingly Double. quick. 
annoyingly quick. Yeah. Give music. Is, oh, okay. I just oh, thought the the, I, I just oh, thought the producer was going to throw things at yeah. me if I. Uh... <laughs> you know, to answer these questions and we'll do that next okay. time. Um, and we're going to see how many we can get through, so we can learn about a little bit more about you. Cool. Let's go. Are you guys ready? Yeah. Also, I've never done this before, so if I mess up on this rapid fire questioning, so it's understood. Chadi's going to ask you the questions you want to answer as quick as possible, um, and then she's going to move on to the next one. And hopefully, we'll get some truths out of this as well about, like, you know, your true feelings about how you really feel about Victory Square and working there. You can't elaborate on these questions. Yeah, it's just okay. <laughs> okay. So, all right, you guys ready? Three, two, one. <laughs> Uh, you, uh, my cat tattoos? Yes, cats. <laughs> vegetables or fruit? Uh, vegetables. Coke or Pepsi? Coke. Tinder or Bumble? Uh, Tinder? <laughs> world domination or world peace? Oh, world domination by far. <laughs> Sam or Shuttle? Producer lady. <laughs> Money or free time? Uh, free time. Gummies or chocolate? Ooh, chocolate. Mac or Pepsi? Back on the streets, pieces in the sheets. Okay. Cereal or milk first? Cereal. Xbox or PlayStation? Both. Cabinet or Both. Your favorite company at Victory Square? Oh, obviously uh, Victory Square. <laughs> Good one. Ray or Alex? Shouts out to my man Kanye East all day. <laughs> Game of Thrones or Breaking Bad? Oh, Game of Thrones. Marvel or DC Comics? Marvel. Spoon or fork? Spork. Fried chicken or roasted chicken? Fried chicken. Vodka or tequila? Uh, scotch. Monopoly or Settlers of Catan? Oh, Monopoly. And ice- my girlfriend will kill me on that one. <laughs> ice cream or Froyo? Oh, ice cream. Oh, this one's fun. Sporty, scary, baby, posh, or ginger spice? <sighs> Sporty. <laughs> oh, good. The Hobbit or Lord of the Rings? Uh, Lord of the Rings. Okay. Are we going to keep going? Should we keep going? Do we want to keep going? Yeah, it sounds more. Oh my God. Good. About 20, Yeah, keep rolling them. Okay. Super fast or invisible? Uh, super fast. New York or LA? LA. Soccer or football? Uh, well, aren't those the same thing? <laughs> I don't know. That's the answer I was hoping for. <laughs> Snapchat or Instagram? Uh, Instagram. Toronto Maple Leafs or Winnipeg Jets? Uh, Winnipeg Jets. <laughs> Never picked the Maple Leafs. 10 minutes late or 20 minutes early? Case dependent. <laughs> Hot dogs or burgers? Burgers. Boxers or brief? Don't answer that. Boxers, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> what did you, Oh, wait. No, let's hmm? not do that one. Um, there's all long ones. Messi or Ronaldo? Messi. Favorite superhero? Oh, man. Uh, I'm going to say The Vision. Okay. Dream Comic spot. book vision, not Avengers movie vision. Dream spot vacation or dream vacation spot, I guess. Uh, probably Sapporo, Japan. And we'll finish with this one. What's your favorite place to eat in Gastown? My favorite place to eat in Gastown, uh, man, well, it, do, it doesn't actually exist anymore. So I'm going to cop uh, to, uh, I'm going to cop to uh, probably La Taqueria. That's that yeah. mm. Nice. You like to pay like too much that. for tacos. Good to know. Asada, man. I like tacos. <laughs> Actually, let's finish on this question. I mean, it's, it's, it doesn't one. hit the level of the uh, L.A. Uh, street taco truck uh, that I've been to. Yeah, the, the, I'm going the, to a place this weekend called Gringo. 
that has good tacos and apparently East Van. Have you heard of it? No, I haven't. I thought it was just, yeah, just like, okay, it's not East Van, it's Gaston. I just want to be, which, which is East Van to some people. So. It's like three blocks away. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> but it is true. I noticed there's like two, like in terms of talking about tacos and this is totally jumping off your train. Yeah. Like there's two sets of people. Like there's people who like love like LA tacos. And then there's like the, the Texas kind of middle, mm-hmm. middle US who don't believe in putting fish in tacos. This is, this is a real thing. This is a real thing. Yeah, no, no, I know. I'm familiar. Well, it's, it's even, it, it gets even more difficult because if you actually talk to uh, actual like Mexicans, like if you go down to, uh, if you go to Mexico City and actually have legit um, like dyed in the wool proper roots tacos, uh, the people that are down there will look at LA tacos, they'll look at Texas tacos, they'll look at wherever tacos and be like, that is just not the yeah. thing. Like they're so, they're really passionate about it. It's it's a niche, uh, which it, it's like barbecue. It borders on obsession. Yeah. For, Honestly, uh, I'll eat any taco. Like I don't. Why are people so picky? Tacos. <laughs> it's it's an art form, man. Yeah. It's a it's a craft, and you know some. <laughs> and, it, and just like the whole cereal milk or cereal question, like what you put on first, like it matters. Yeah, that's true. I don't trust people that put milk first. No. Who puts milk first? I don't know. There's okay, people. If, out if there. you put milk first, leave a comment down below, and then yeah. we're gonna make fun of you. Yeah. I also don't trust people that say no to ice cream. I'm so hungry. Can we get to the why would you why would <laughs> why would you say no to ice cream? Yeah, what I is just wrong? I don't trust them. No. When you're like, do you want some ice cream? People are like, no, I'm like, mm, you are silly serial killer. I'm not trusting no. you. <laughs> okay, so so I mean before we get to the food, like let's do some announcements, do some shout outs. Obviously, thank you. Thank you, James, for for coming by and shout out to Square. Well, thank you uh, all for having me. Uh, shouts out to the BST team. Of course, uh, shouts out to uh, Kanye East, JKP, uh, and uh, enough respect to my girlfriend's cat, Jasmine. <laughs> what kind of cat? Hey, that's my middle name. Jasmine? Like a uh, princess. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Perfect. All right, so we're doing announcements before food? Yeah, you got to get, okay. got to work before you eat. That's uh, how it works. Okay, so I'm going to talk about a few events and announcements that are happening this week. Uh, we've got a lot happening, actually not this week, next week. Uh, we've got some cool events on April 25th. We've got a cybersecurity workshop uh, on April 26th. We've got a startup ladies night. So all the ladies out there, please come join us at 5:30. It's at launch Academy. There'll be wine, there'll be cheese and you know, good conversation. Um, and then April 30th is intro to blockchain workshop. So if you're still out there, Saying, what the hell is blockchain? Come join us on April 30th. Uh, some announcements. We're on the hunt for a junior marketing intern. Ooh. So if you know anyone or if you are anyone that thinks they're up for the, the massive responsibility of being of a hang, junior. And hanging out with us and <laughs> getting us food. And yes. Um, they're good people, folks. Yeah. <laughs> I promise. Please go find our job post. It's on Indeed. Um, some shout outs because there's a lot of really cool stuff that's happening in the the last week with our members. So our member Lee Sambaluk, sorry if I mispronounce your name, Lee. What up, Lee? <laughs> hey, Lee. He just published his first book. Uh, yeah. And so Lee runs a company called Perception. I'm not going to describe it. Just Google it. It's cool. Uh, but he published a book about the secret of being one step ahead in professional sports and in high performance environments. Yeah. So taking what people do in sports and putting it in everyday life 
and learning how to be one step ahead in That's general. Interesting. I know, cool. I know, I know Lee uh, worked a lot with the white caps. Probably yeah. the reason they stopped winning is because he stopped working with yeah. them. So, so there you go. Also, the Whitecaps have two co-streaking players, and that's why I like them. I don't care if they're good or bad. If you have two co-streaking <laughs> players, I like you. Tight shorts and nice hair. We, we, <laughs> yeah. we get it. Um, yeah, so way to go, Lee. And if you want to take a look at his book, it's now on Amazon. You can buy the ebook. I think the um, published, actual printed book is coming out in a few weeks. That's what he said last time. So a few other shout-outs. We have a, an alumni called Meet Me who just acquired their first company. So they've just... Meet Me is super cool. Yeah, it's super cool. So Unless you're vegetarian. Yeah, but it makes basically eating meat a little bit more ethical and environmentally friendly and local. So check out Meet Me if you don't know what they are. And they've just acquired Barons of Beef. And this makes them the number one platform for delivery of locally raised beef um, in British Columbia or me in general in British Columbia. That's pretty amazing. So we're really proud of them. Way to go meet me right out of these doors. Yeah. And also this week, uh, our alumni lendified $100,000 at a pitch battle Ooh. at the Canadian FinTech 2.0 summit. So way to go lendified. That's awesome. All right. Launch Academy fam killing it. Yeah, seriously. Yeah. Cool. So, so these are all either alumni or actual members. I think Lee's actually outside that yeah, door. Yeah, Lee's a member. Meet me and Lenda and Lenda Fighter alumni. Anything? Any announcements from you, James? Or uh, keep your ears to the ground. VictorySquare.com. Uh, Twitter is at VicSquareTech. Uh, there's going to be some uh, big announcements from some of the members of the family coming up uh, real soon. You might have seen uh, we just got involved uh, with a neat little company called uh, Local Noco. Um, How do you spell that? Uh, L-O-C-O-N-O-C-O. They've got to be doing something cool. Loco Noco? It's actually an abbreviation for uh, something that I, I can't remember off the top of my head, but uh, the press release is floating around. Uh, we're looking very much forward to uh, getting involved with them. And, uh, yeah, just, again, hit us up on the, uh, on the socials. And uh, as I've always said, if you're doing cool things, come say hello. How can we say hello? Uh, Twitter. Squared, uh, victorysquare.com is the website. Uh, contact information's on there. Or just uh, give us a call and leave us a message, uh, 604-289-166. Who calls it? Oh, wow. yeah, no, don't call them. Hey, hey, what's the phone number? Pop quiz. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's what I thought. If I you no call idea. them, they're, they're going to know you're not cool, and they're not going <laughs> to want to work with you. So <laughs> like, please call in if you want to be your, your junior marketer. <laughs> call in now, and you can win a free set of one. <laughs> Fair enough. I mean, housekeeping <laughs> items. Follow us on Twitter, Facebook. That's uh, Launch Underscore Academy on Twitter and Instagram as well. Um, Facebook, you're probably already on it, but it is uh, Launch Academy. If you're Academy. watching and you're, yeah, like, come on. Yeah, so it's already here. Um, anything else you want to announce? Have we uh, have we given shouts to the brand new producer of? Uh, yeah, of shout the, out. Yeah, yeah. Do you have a brand new producer here, Claire Robinson, in the mic? Actually, I didn't give no her a mic. We'll give her a no mic next clear. time. Yeah. Sad times. Our <laughs> previous producer, Matthew, left us. We got rid of him. Yeah. We fired him. Not quit. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, voted off Launch Island. <laughs> <laughs> so this week, um, I think we, I think uh, our other intern actually helped helped me uh, microwave it because this is a food that you need to eat warm. Okay. If not hot. I have no idea what it'll taste like. I bought it from my local supermarket called H Mart. Have you ever walked in an H Mart? I think no. Oh, I've been yeah, yeah. I've rolled through H Mart. So so when James I when I've done everything. When I picked this food, I was 
98% sure that, and it's, you notice with arbitrary numbers, it's always 98% um, <laughs> that he's tried this food. You know, you can bring it in. Well, one of the fun parts of, uh, I, used to live in, I used to live in Japan uh, for a time, and there's a few things in Japanese cuisine which they always love to uh, throw past uh, the foreigners because it's, yep. they're like, oh my God, we're totally going to gross out um, yeah. this guy. So then eventually you got, you get, you, you get, well, you know, it's always, it's always that. And, and, um, actually this is vegetarian. So this might be my one and only vegetarian dish ever period. Wow. That's Let's impressive. I'm excited to see what this is. Claire's Claire, our producer is celebrating in the background because yeah, she's Claire, vegetarian. Claire's vegetarian. She gets to eat the leftovers. So, so there's, there's two parts of this. One is it is a rice cake. Okay. And then I think they mix it with vegetables, but I don't eat the vegetables. I just eat the rice cakes. Um, so I haven't actually tried this, so it's going to be hit or miss. I mean, it's a supermarket, so, you know, you get, you get what you get, but it's food here. We try food. Yeah. So I mean, I'll let you open it up. Ladies and gentlemen, lunch grab to me. There you go. Oh, that oh. looks cool. Son. Oh, this is called doboki. I don't know how to actually pronounce it. I don't know how to spell it either. Don't ask me to spell it. Some people spell it with two T's. Yeah. Uh, if somebody can provide us with the, uh, actual spelling. Uh, it sometimes it's like up. Comments. Two D's too, like it's it's confusing. So the camera's a little bit uh, away for our Facebook live stream people here right now. Sorry that you can't see. Well, we're it, we're gonna try. Well, well yeah. have you had this before, James? No, I have not. Oh, two percent chance, eh? Yeah, no, you've done well. <laughs> you you've done down. well. All right. So it's rice cake with vegetables. Yeah, but it's made with like some sort of kimchi sauce. Okay, so uh, like gochujang or uh, I don't know. The more I let it. it the grosser it starts looking. Yeah, you it should, looked really you good should, at the well, start. You should eat don't, now. Don't let don't let your mind get too deep into well, it. I'll otherwise, you're uh, don't let your mind get too deep into it. Otherwise, you're gonna be like, oh my god, it looks like pig intestine. What am I <laughs> yeah, gonna do? Kind of there is no pig intestine in here. <laughs> There's really nothing in here. Okay. Here we go. Is it still cold? is it warm now? Mm -hmm. Oh, there you go. Good job, Caroline. Thank you. Mm. She she has this look of perplex, anxious. I don't she, want to she chew into the microphone. She doesn't want to chew. Does she like it? It's not bad, right? I that's love actually, the texture. That's actually really good. It's kind of like uh, a slightly underdone uh, gnocchi. <clears throat> so, so that's like, what I was looking for. I'm like, what does it taste like? It tastes like gnocchis. Gnocchis? Mm-hmm. Have you had gnocchis before? Yeah, yeah. Okay. So the thing with this is... Um, if you go to the supermarket, and this is like a life tip, mm. if you hit a, him up around like 6, 6.30, that's when their hot food mm. usually gets discounted. Well, yeah, it's because they're trying to clear it all out so, for the day. They don't, so. they don't need it for the next day like Wait, we're doing right now. I have no idea. That's that, the vegetable I was talking is this, about. Is that vegetable or is that, that like, or is that, or is that possibly bean curd? Looks like a sheep bean curd. I have no idea what that is. I have no clue. So anyway, this was, this was taken at 30% off, so... So, so what you're saying is you cheaped out on on, on feeding me. We can't afford to feed us every week. As we're not profit. We're not for profit. <laughs> cool. Any last well, remarks before spicy. we sign off? It mm. is spicy. Mm. So so that is the thing. I think I've gone two spicy weeks in a row. No, it's good. Um, no, that's really good. So so maybe next time I'll I'll not have the spicy. 
Well, next time it's my turn. I get to bring you some true. kale based thing. I was actually, <laughs> I was actually very close to bringing you guys something. I just, I didn't have the time to, uh, I had something in mind. I just well, didn't have the time to actually put it Why would off, you so. say that? Like, Cause maybe no. I'm going to have to show, no, I'll just, I'll just randomly That's, show up for, okay, good. for That's how one. he gets back on the show, <laughs> okay. right? Like, Smart. So thank you very much, James, for being our guest today. Guys, Hope thank you, you guys had fun. so much for having me. This has been a blast. Uh, I look forward to f- uh, seeing future episodes of uh, Lunch Academy. Cool, cool. So yeah, enjoy the Dobo key. And until next time, any last remarks? Uh, thanks, Facebook people, for watching our live stream. And thanks, everybody else, for listening Hello to, to us. Hello to Shade's entire family. Yes, my mom has been vigorously watching this. Club. So, yeah, please subscribe to us on iTunes. Leave us a five-star rating. I heard that helps us out. I'm not really sure. Never gotten one. So we'll go from there. (laughs) All right. Bye, guys. One-star rating. All right. Take care, guys. Signing off.